Field surprises were announced yesterday in journalism and literary arts, but there was a surprise announcement after the regular awards. The Pulitzer Board has decided to honor our very own Aretha Franklin with a posthumous citation for her long and storied career. Of course, there's a Pulitzer Prize in music that's given every year, and it almost always is collected by a classical or jazz musician. Last year, Kendrick Lamar became the first hip-hop artist to win that award. But Aretha becomes the first woman to receive a special citation for music from the Pulitzer Board, which pointed to her indelible contribution to American music and culture for more than five decades. Joining me now to talk about this tremendous honor for the Queen of Soul is Gary Graff, veteran Detroit music journalist with the Oakland Press, Billboard, and other publications. Gary Graff, welcome to Detroit Today. Nice to be here, Stephen. Yeah. So I, I talked about how, how rare this is uh, for anyone to get this music citation. It's a big deal, though, that Aretha becomes the first woman to be honored this way. Absolutely, and not the first time she's been the first woman, you know, honored in, in these ways. She was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm-hmm. uh, back in 1987, as well. So, but, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what we make, we, we talk about that, but Aretha almost, I, I, not almost, she transcends gender too. She just is, she's a, she's a one word uh, force of nature. You know, you say Aretha and everybody knows exactly what you're talking about and they can hear exactly what you're talking about just by saying her first name. Mm-hmm. So it, it's certainly well-deserved. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, this kind of, you know, and it's not for a particular achievement, but it's for achievement overall and not just achievement in music, but impact as a woman, impact as a singer, impact as a songwriter, impact as a force in civil rights. I mean, just across the board, it's a real measure of the kind of contribution she made to the culture. Yeah. Uh, Talk about how significant this is for like a rock musician. I mean, there's some other people, famous people who have uh, been given this citation prize, Bob Dylan, Hank Williams, John Coltrane. I mean, that puts her in really, of course, rarefied air. It's not new for her, but, uh, but in this context, uh, it's just such a, it's such a incredible nod to, to how powerful she is. It, It really, Stephen, it really talks about the volume of the impact and the volume of the contribution. You know, those names you just mentioned, Dylan, Hank Williams, John Coltrane, Thelonious Monk, I've received one as as well. It means that they made a contribution that just transcended what they do as musicians and really made, made an impact on the culture, made an impact on the world. You know, just be, just be, it's not just an, an honor for performance, but it's, it's an honor for, for influence, mm-hmm. it really is. And, and uh, being a Pulitzer Prize, which is only given, I mean, there's only one music category for this. It always seems to me that, that what they're recognizing here uh, is some uh, acknowledgement of of literary value with uh, with with the people they're talking about, and and I know not everybody who's honored is somebody who sings or uh, has lyrics, but I've always thought that that what the board is saying is that there is value in the literary sphere of certain performers and certain kinds of music, and that, you know I think with Aretha, of course, uh, that also takes on kind of a different uh, dynamic. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's really, you know, what they're talking about here is the literary value 
of a sound. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter that John Coltrane and Thelonious Monk were not performing words when you hear John Coltrane play a Love Supreme or, or whatever. You know, it just sounds you hear you hear something that translates into into a feeling that translates in that's very similar to a literary experience. Aretha Franklin does not have to be singing words <laughs> to have that same impact when when you hear her sing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I also wonder whether musicians themselves. Uh, talk about how important these kinds of awards are to them. Of course, they have their own awards, Grammys and and inductions into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But again, this is a recognition from a different kind of uh, uh, system and, and, and a different kind of silo, I guess. Uh, do they really value these kinds of things? Is this something that they all want to have happen in their careers no matter what they say absolutely <laughs> you know bob bob dylan bob dylan may may have made a bit of a circus out of his nobel prize right <laughs> um, but believe me he he loved winning the nobel prize um aretha i think would have loved to have won this while she was alive to have won a pulitzer prize while she alive was alive she lied i was fortunate i talked to her quite a few times mm-hmm. over the years she loved the Kennedy Center honor. She loved the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame honor, even if she didn't show up for it. Uh, she loved every one of the Grammys because they were out there on display at her house. So, so yes, they they love this. They un- and they understand what a special honor it is. They under- This is this is to to the musicians a Pulitzer, a Nobel, a Kennedy Center honor. Anything from something other than the music world means a great deal. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. You know, now that that she's gone, we're starting to see some posthumous honors. This is, I think, the biggest one that I've seen so far. But I imagine that we're going to be in for, for years of this with her, given just the, the, the length of her career, the amount of uh, culture and music, and I, I always call it art, that she contributed to, to us. Uh, I, I feel like her death is in a way, just the beginning of this kind of thing. It's an interesting thought, and, and my answer would be maybe, because she won so much when she was alive. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I mean, they, they already put her in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. She's already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, she's already in so many places and won so many awards that they're almost going to have to create some things in order, in order to, <laughs> to honor her. What I find interesting, you know, in the, you know, since uh, Aretha Franklin's death really is we let ourselves get lulled because the output there was less of an output of work from her and you know the quality it's very well listen how can you match what she did between 1967 and let's say 71 sure. how can any artist match that but i think you know there was almost a taking her for granted or she became a bit of an oldies act mm. even though her her you know her aretha her divas album the last thing she did mm-hmm. was pretty amazing so i think i think what happened since she passed away in august is really a wake up call that oh yeah by the way <laughs> she was pretty freaking great <laughs> yeah. wasn't she and beyond great she was a she was a generational once in a lifetime kind of performer and we're you know we're seeing that now with the reception to the amazing grace film yes, yes. which just opened in you know in detroit over this past weekend and you know, to to see her at back at her prime when she did that is such a slap upside the head <laughs> and a reminder of that greatness. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Gary Graff, Detroit music journalist, 
Great to have you here uh, to talk uh, about this wonderful honor for the Queen I, of Soul. I appreciate it, and uh, you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Take care. That's going to do it for us today. I will be back tomorrow, and I hope you will too. Remember, Thursday, April 25th, from 6 to 8 at Whiskey 6 in Gross Point, we're going to host a Smart Politics Happy Hour. Nancy Derringer from Deadline Detroit and Sandra Soboda of Great Lakes Now are going to join me as you lead the conversation about which issues matter most to you. And then we'll take your concerns with us as we go up to the Mackinac Policy Conference at the end of May, and we'll put those questions to elected officials and policymakers. Mark your calendar, April 25th, 6 to 8 at Whiskey 6. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station and community service of Wayne State University. I'll speak with you again tomorrow.